0: Daddy <laughs> Tony Tony Welcome to Prince Track by Track. Today we're going to be talking about Insatiable from Diamonds and Pearls, recorded in October 1990 at Larrabee Sound in Hollywood and released on the 1st of October 1991. On the track, it is just Prince. In the liner notes for Diamonds and Pearls, Prince is credited pretty much everywhere as insatiable. Um, So obviously this was, you know, something that Prince, like, he found out about this word and he just could not stop. The track itself is 6 minutes 39, which I think makes it the second longest track on the album. Uh, I think Live For Love is is longer, but only by like a couple of seconds. And joining me to talk about this track today is On Hello, On Hey, Darren. This is, you know, the penultimate track of the album. Um, Finishing with with these two kind of like really long songs. I mean, it almost kind of calls back to Around the World in a Day when you had like uh, Temptation and The Ladder kind of um, following each other. And they were both kind of like six, seven minutes each. So it's been a while since Prince has kind of decided to finish with two really long songs. Although, saying that, Sign of the Times also had It's Gonna Be a Beautiful Night in a Door. Those were kind of both, you Mm. know, lengthy tracks as well. Um, You know, but I like when Prince does this anyway. I like when he kind of decides that he's just going to spend like 15 minutes at the end just doing two songs (laughs) for you. Um, You know, and this is quite clearly a ballad. I mean, you know, Prince kind of makes it clear uh, throughout the entire song (laughs) that it's a ballad. Um, And he really kind of goes to town with like the sound effects There's, like, bird noises and all kinds of stuff going on in this song. Um, You know, really kind of setting an atmosphere, um, you know, for, you know, Prince's insatiability in this particular song. Right from the off, Prince kind of starts off by saying, um, (laughs) kind of almost whispering, (laughs) no one knows uh, how to handle my body. And you're like, "Um, you know, okay, Prince. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of, I love how, this song doesn't... I mean, it has a chorus. Mm-hmm. Insatiable is my name when it comes to you. You know, that kind of nobody ever knows. How, like, there is a kind of chorus there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like the my body, baby, you truly do. Insatiable is my name when it comes to you. And it kind of gets repeated here and there. But there isn't there isn't kind of the same structure of like verse chorus. Like, you know, there's these kind of very long kind of verses. Then there's these very kind of little short things. And then mm-hmm. there's, you know, kind of like a middle eight. And then there's kind of... You know, it kind of builds towards the end where Prince is talking about a seesaw for some reason. (laughs) Um, And throughout it, Prince keeps giving you updates about what the time is on the clock, Um, you know. And I don't know, it's kind of weird because it it just feels uh, a lot more kind of like free form than most (laughs) of his ballads. Because, you know, a lot of his ballads are very kind of verse-chorus. And this kind of just, it really feels like Prince is kind of, uh, you know, just almost like a stream of consciousness uh, in terms of the way the song is done. Sort of
1: like, it's a... Jam R and B song where he just every time he sort of reminds the listener by pulls him back in by seeing that hook I guess every now and then and then just like yeah yeah, then then I'm gonna go back to describing things in the verse or whatever (laughs) yeah and I like as well how
0: he's picked a specific name for the person who is you know handling his body Um, and he says it when you know in the first kind of verse type thing where he says. I got a Jones Martha. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It be like this.
1: <laughs> um, which When I first heard that line, I was like, is he saying mother or mama? Like, as in coll- colloquially in reference to his London and realizing realizing it, it is Martha. It's a bonkers ass choice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, you know, he's got a Jones um, and I like the fact that he's, he's, you know, he's so kind of um, insatiable. He can't even form a sentence properly where he says it be like this. <laughs> and I like as well, how he has the, you know, I mean, only on this one little bit, but we get the, the kind of um, forever in my life where he says, I can't have a hug before he sings. I can't have a hug. Mm-hmm. And it's unless unless I have a kiss, um, you know, which is like before if, he goes to, to the hook once more, which is
1: like a t- tremendous like line, as in like the line of I can't have a ki- hug unless I have a ki- kiss, which is pretty bonkers as hell to me as well. Like as in, if you're gonna hug Prince, you're gonna have to kiss Prince, basically. Like
0: so that's <laughs> well, no, I lie. mean, I don't see people. I don't see people arguing against that. You know. <laughs> yeah um
1: it's kind of like those people like uh if i have one drink i'm going to have a second drink and so forth and like,
0: that's the way <laughs> yeah is. well this is what i mean in the next verse he kind of says you know like a wild cat martha in a celibate rage i want your love in my dirty little cage uh can you understand martha <laughs> <laughs> um you know and i love as well how when he says you know like a wildcat," you get this kind of um i don't know it feels like a kind of flute that kind of plays um, almost as if it's kind of like uh, you know, the kind of the prowl of the wildcat is kind so of so
1: it, it could be that flute could be like a Mancini reference to like <laughs> first off, the wildcat could be referring to a panther, a pink panther, like Henry Mancini. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe it's that flute is a reference to it.
0: It could be a reference to the 1986 film Wildcats uh, featuring Goldie Horn and Wesley Snipes. And uh, Woody Harrelson, we don't know. Prince, you know, he has these odd tastes.
1: Is there an important, (laughs) is there like an important Martha we're like overlooking in Prince's life that is just driving me crazy?
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just a name that he's picked. I mean, on the previous album, you know, uh, anytime the time, uh, the group, should I say, uh, referred to women, they called them Stellas. And even on the trailer, the voiceover guy says, hot Stellas. And so, you know, Stella was, was just a reference to women. So I don't know if just Martha is just another one of these Stella's type things where it's just like kind of, you know, like a, a reference to, to a woman or if it's just women in, in general. But yeah, we get the hook and then we get kind of almost it feels like a middle eight, but it kind of goes on too long to be a middle eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the in the in the music video that accompanies this, um, we literally get what Prince is saying. <laughs> and when he says tonight we video. And then he kind of leaves a gap and he says, no one will ever know. And then I love when he says, we'll erase the naughty bits. I'll show my, if you show your. (laughs) And the horns kind of play the words that that Prince would have placed there. Um, But he he doesn't say them, you know, because Prince has a certain level of class, quite frankly. It's pretty
1: like a smart choice to get the audience to fill in the blanks. But like, there's only so many things that ...can theoretically rhyme with... B- ...anyway, <laughs> so... ...it's not that classy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean... ...and then we get we get Prince saying the word... ...insatiable kind of over and over again... ...as like a background lyric... ...when he says, I can't help it, Martha... ...I can't help what you do to me... ...you are my every fantasy... ...there's no telling how far I'd go... ...because when it comes to you... ...I know I'm insatiable... ...and I just can't stop... ...and that's when Prince kind of... ...goes up into his falsetto... ...and then he comes down the scale going... Even if I wasn't thirsty, I would drink every drop. And I I love that. I just love him kind of going up to the falsetto and then just kind of dropping down. And the kind of bass follows him down as well. And that's kind of my favorite part of it.
1: Um, I I think this is like from that, you know, very... You could argue is very much like a nice to the sort of work he's doing with a door, like falsetto-wise, just sort of going up and down, playing and trying to hit peaks. And... You know, I think his vocal work in this song reminds me of the vocal work he does in "The Most Beautiful Girl in the World" as well. Just kind of going up to it, hitting a peak and then coming back down. So it, this is like a really great vocal performance by him, actually.
0: Oh no, it is. I th- I feel like we've overlooked saying that, but yeah, yeah. No, the, like his 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 vocals in this are fantastic. Like yeah. the lyrics are a little silly, but yeah, no, he's really delivering it. I think that's the thing as well. Is as silly as these lyrics get. You know, when someone is kind of like saying, "I'll show my if you show your, you know, if, if Prince is delivering it in a way that kind of really sells it. Um, and in the video, you have this woman who is literally at this point videoing Prince. Um, and we keep cutting back to like the, the viewfinder with the kind of, the, you know, the red the red dot to indicate it's recording. And the little kind of, you know, target in the viewfinder. And um, <laughs> I just love when Prince does literal things in videos of like what he's singing about. You know, it's really funny. Uh, And Prince, of course, he says, please, baby, don't say no, because I'll surely go crazy. We then get kind of like a (laughs) kind of almost like the, the, you know, the R&B talking along middle section then where Prince says, so all you got to do is push the little red button and I belong to you in your little video box. (laughs) (laughs) And then my favorite delivery in the entire (laughs) song is, hey, don't look at the clock. Yeah, it's 2.45. We got all night. First, you've got to tell me what you want to do. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, if, if it was boys to men, one of the guys would have been walking across the screen and kind of coming in and delivering this for him. But Prince has to do it all himself, because it's just Prince on this track. It, it,
1: this is, um, you know, I think this song style like, is very evocative of that time of like it, this is when r&b's really starting to kick like kicking the gear and all these sort of motifs that he's using in these songs are kind of present in those later songs as well like yes stuff by boys to men or like a keith sweat song it like, you know this is sort of me listening to 90s prince um it's really shocking how influential he was on those <laughs> sounds like yeah as in how Wide-reaching, his sound is un- applicable. And, you know,
0: then he goes back to the chorus, saying, my body, baby, you truly do. Insatiable's my name when it comes to you. <laughs> and then he goes, there's no telling how far I'd go, because when it comes to you, I know. I'm insatiable, and I just cannot stop. Even if I was thirsty, I would drink every drop. I like where he goes, so take it slow, baby, and let's unwind. Do you really want all my clothes off? And he provides himself with a yes. And he goes, what are you going to do to prove it? Aren't you afraid we're going to be found out? This kind of feels a little bit kind of like the end of um, If I Was Your Girlfriend, where he's kind of, you know, asking questions to someone who, who's never going to really answer. Um, and he says, well, let's get on with the show. Turn the lights down low. And then he, he echoes with turn the lights down lower. Um, doesn't my body look good in the shadows? Baby knows what to do. And I, I love when he sings that because kind of the horns mimic what he's singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like when he goes, have you done this before? And then we kind of almost, we almost imagine someone shaking their head, saying no. And he goes, I don't know. And it's kind <laughs> of like almost as if he's saying, look, uh, we, what was going on here? There's no way this is like a first time for you. Um, and then he says... One of my favourite lines in the entire album, which is, you say you want my hips up in the air? I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) And then then we kind of, you know, we get the, my body, baby, you truly do. Mm -hmm. And of course he says, I know I could be nasty with you. Um, And, you know, this is when we kind of build to a bit of a climax where Prince starts saying, and this is where things are kind of a bit more explicit, where he says, up and down, just like a seesaw, um, back and forth. And he says, oh, girl, I'm falling. Um, and then it kind of gets nice and quiet at the end where he goes I love you baby Um, I love you baby you're mine and then he kind of almost whispers you're nastier than I thought it's just 2.49 and then we just kind of have like the bass uh, finishing the song off and then it kind of finishes that
1: 2.49 line is crazy like uh, (laughs) Prince is telling us the audience that like it's only been four minutes since I last looked at the clock so
0: yeah I do like that I do like kind of the update and it's it's like he's not even saying like it's 3 o'clock or anything he's, he's specifically picked like you know 11 minutes to 3 that's 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 where we're at um, but yeah I mean you know it's like the whole song kind of it. like I said it's kind of very kind of free form there is yeah. a kind of like a you know a refrain that kind of keeps coming back you mm-hmm. know the whole my body baby you truly do but it kind of it doesn't really kind of you know fit with the, the idea of like a a verse chorus thing kind of Mm -hmm. just prince just seems to be kind of singing whatever he wants to sing (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, particularly you know when you get this this kind of climax with the up and down just like a seesaw kind of everything gets kind of loud and then it kind of finishes off getting nice and quiet and you know that kind of that change of you know that change of kind of mood of kind of things be very intense and then kind of be very intimate mm-hmm. um it, it's kind of it makes this song kind of slightly different like in terms of like prince ballad
1: you, you could you could sort of potentially see how he might have written that that refrain and then like taught the band or whatever to, <laughs> to like every time he points up oh, like let's go back to that refrain so he could like you can imagine him abliving these sort of corny lines in the studio and then like i guess let's bring bring it back to the refrain or whatever. You could see him working like that.
0: Um I would say for me, you know, um uh I would say a clear 5 out of 5, you know, possibly, <laughs> you know, at least one of the the few favorite tracks on this album for me. <laughs> oh
1: um, yeah. You know. I I'd, I'd say 5 out of 5 as well. Like this is way up my alley in terms of Prince songs and this is again like I'm just listening to 90s Prince now and I'm like, oh man, this stuff is great. <laughs> like I I'm I'm really curious to see how bad he can get or how how good he manages to maintain it i mean
0: also this was you know one of um, one of the few tracks that was going to be included on um, on like a uh, when two are in love the ballads of prince mm-hmm. which was um, you know kind of proposed in in late 2000 um, along with do me baby and scandalous mm-hmm. and adore um, and obviously when two are in love um, you know, there there wasn't like there weren't many more songs that were kind of listed apart from those, and, and I'm guessing obviously you know if the project had gone ahead, there would have been like more ballads that would have been added to that. Um, it was released as a single only in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it did really well on the Billboard Hot R&B singles. It got to number three, uh, where it kind of stalled at number seventy-seven on the Hot 100, um, and it only spent seven weeks on the Hot 100, but it spent seventeen weeks on the hot R&B singles. So, you know, this was, uh, you know, a real kind of big, uh, you know, R&B kind of crossover for Prince, you know. Um, and obviously at this point, Prince, I would say, is not really thought, I mean, bearing in mind, you know, we're only a couple of years removed from Batdance. Yeah. You know, Prince isn't really kind of thought of as like an R&B artist um, in the way that maybe he was earlier in his career. He mm-hmm. kind of crossed over into rock and kind of moved away from that. So, you know, interesting that he kind of, um you know did this as a you know a kind of you know was sent out as a promotion you know most only in the us which is really weird and also not available on cd um that is the the strangest of things it was sent out as a seven inch and Uh and it was sent out as a single but not as a cd at any point it's it's so so weird that
1: would have hurt his sales definitely um you know so yeah like if if CDs, was was CDs becoming that popular then or was it still the single, the single was king? Oh, or... no, no.
0: CD, CD, sing, CD singles were huge at this particular okay. point. I mean, kind of, this was like, this was really big. I mean, you know, Cream um, and Get Off both had had like uh, maxi singles, which were on CD, which had like tons of remixes. Um, you know, diamonds and pearls would also get like a, a a CD single release, which I own, which has like a holographic thing going on with it. The fact that this wasn't available on CD is really weird. And even weirder, the B side for it was "I Love You in Me," which was previously a B side <laughs> on the Arms of Orion two years earlier. But I guess nobody really remembers the Arms of Orion, so Prince could easily kind of reuse a B side, you know. And I I purchased the single on import. Um, for I think at the time most ca- singles were about 99p and I think that cost me about 5.99 so super expensive for a ca- single there were albums you could get for 5 pounds at the mm. time so um, you know really expensive but you know it was in HMV for some reason and I really wanted it I just kind of you know started getting into Prince and so you know I spent my money on it um, and that was the first place that I heard I Love You in Me and I was just like I mean that's an amazing song in itself mm. Um, you know, as, as a, and there's the kind of the, the weirder thing is that Insatiable is kind of like edited down to four minutes. So you're basically missing three minutes of the song. <laughs> um, so it kind of really, and even the video is missing about a minute and a half. It kind of jumps what from one part right to the very end, you know, but yeah, that was released on the 4th of November, 1991, you know? So the fact that it spent like four months on the hot R&B singles chart, that is... You know, quite a significant portion of 1992 that he kind of spent on there. And, um, I mean, Prince kind of performed it as he did with all the kind of Diamonds and Pearls stuff on the Diamonds and Pearls tour. Um, you know, pretty much the entire album was performed on that tour. Uh, and then he kind of dropped it and then he kind of brought it back towards the end of the 90s. And then, you know, in the last kind of five or six years mm-hmm. of his career, he kind of started performing it again. Um, and I can kind of understand why, because, you know, um, it is unlike some of the other tracks on diamonds and pearls that have like rosie Gaines as like the co-lead vocal um you know and once rosie left the band it's very hard for prince to kind of perform those songs live without having you know a really good female vocalist to kind of fill in for rosie this doesn't have any rosie on it it's just prince so i think it's kind of a lot easier for him to just kind of like bring it back and and sing it plus you know i would imagine that in front of a crowd this would be a huge crowd pleaser because it you know, it is just Prince spending like seven minutes being super sexy um, t- for everyone, um, you know. And, uh, you know, this song was so important that Prince on on his, um, you know, on his um, Diamonds and Pearls and um, symbol artwork and also on the, the hits, the, you know, the B-sides. <laughs> he has pictures of himself with these cufflinks that say the word insatiable on them. So and he sold those in the MPG shop in London um, so I, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing that Prince, you know, felt that the word insatiable was so important that he made cufflinks that had it on there um and you know any prince fan will kind of recognize those cufflinks it's even on the cover of the single although it's a little blurred you can see his kind of cuff yeah and you can see this kind of blur down them and it's it's clearly says insatiable on them
1: yeah it's a pretty like it like choosing the name insatiable as like a moniker is pretty weird i have to say
0: i mean that was prince you know he he recorded (laughs) music 24 7 for like 30 years in his home studio that was also his house you know, the idea that he kind of had this appetite that was kind of would, could yes. never be sated. You know, I think that fits with Prince, um, you know, and it certainly kind of fits with the myth of him being, you know, this kind of, you know, this kind of nonstop musical genius. It's like, it doesn't matter how many songs he records, he's never going to be sated. He is an insatiable. He is
1: really insatiable, but just like in the context of the song, like... There are, like, two named people. There's Insatiable, which is Prince, and then Martha. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, that Martha. contrast of like, <laughs> something really bland. It's, I'm Insatiable for you, Martha. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, at the same time, I, I wish that they'd have played this at some point in Superman, uh, Batman vs. Superman Daughter Justice. Mm-hmm. At some point, if they'd have had in the background, Insatiable on. Um and Prince saying, you know, the word Martha. Just in an earlier scene, just to set up that kind of wonderful punchline that happens later on. Because obviously that film is a comedy, clearly. Oh, the way it's filmed, it was clearly a joke.
1: Oh, I like the idea of like Martha Kent listening to it, because it's like clearly addressed to Martha's <laughs> around the world. Like he's like listening to it in a scene in Smallville. That
0: that would be a that would be a great scene. In a super Maybe, film. like, Zack um,
1: Snyder got, like, Kevin Costner to read the lyrics. Like, like as in, like, <laughs> like, to, like, Diane Lane yeah, or I just I would just love...
0: Yeah, Kevin Costner just saying, I got the Jones Martha. That would just be perfect. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I mean, I couldn't find any covers of it. And I think this is a song that, along with a lot of stuff of this time, it kind of lives in the production. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're not Prince, singing that you're insatiable just doesn't work. I don't think anyone else could kind of pull this off, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. Particularly when you have to say the word Martha a number of times in the song. (laughs) You know. Only Prince can make the word Martha sexy, you know, which to me sounds like, you know, a 75 year old Minnesotan grandma.
1: Oh, like to me, like Martha Washington is the person that pops to my head.
0: There are a number of Marthas and, you know, you don't imagine any of them being as sexy or as insatiable as Prince, do you?
1: Maybe this song is from the perspective of like a time traveling George Washington. And he's like, he's got a video camera. <laughs> <He's> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is kind of ridiculous, but I yeah. love it. Um, so I feel like we said as much about Insatiable as we possibly can. Um, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug into?
1: Just follow my Twitter uh, at Antu Comedy. On Twitter, sorry, at ANHTU Comedy. I- should be putting out some content.
0: <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can find us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Track at gmail.com. I mean, email us if you're called Martha and you enjoy this song. I mean, <laughs> yeah, let you know, us know if, that. like, you're a Martha yeah. and this song speaks to you. <laughs> or if you're married to a Martha and you've used this, you know, <laughs> uh, on your date night or something. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, um, thanks for being my guest on, too. All right, no problem. All right, thanks, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye. <laughs>